We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to the GSPN Slop Fest. I'm Ty Windish, one of your hosts, joined as always by my just born in the muck co-host, Rohan Cotty, and, you know, uh, Mr. Senior Slop, Jordan Trusky. I just realized if you're watching on YouTube, I have the uh, the names under the wrong boxes. So um, if you're a little confused early here, um, these guys have not gotten... No plastic surgery or anything. It's just a clerical error. But we are coming to you, not live, close to live. We're going to upload this as quickly as possible. But the night before the NBA trade deadline, trade deadline eve, to recap all of the slop from our favorite newsbreakers and least favorite and go over what we think is going to happen and trades that have already happened. Although not really because – Jordan, you and Adam already talked about Kyrie Irving. I don't know how much more we can do on that. There hasn't actually been, I think, an official trade since then. But this is a long intro. Rohan, Jordan, the name thing is really freaking me out as I look at the video screen. How's it going, fellas? Doing well. Doing well. It's an exciting time of the year. Uh, If you are uh, a fan of the NBA, of course, we're coming to you after LeBron has broken uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube right now, I'm just very distracted. Uh, I'm sorry. It's it's trade deadline eve, like you mentioned, Ty. A lot of fun rumors. A lot of fun rumors, not only involving the Bucks but around the league at large. So it's a good time. And if we're talking pl- plastic surgery, fun facts. I've had plastic surgery. Whoa. I knew that. I don't know if I don't know if you said that on pod or not. It was reconstructive, correct? No, no, no. I was let's let's let, oh, let people yeah. guess. Okay. Let the mystery be. No job. Um, um yeah, it's what we're sixteen ish. No, no, my math. Don't ask me to do math. Twenty hours. Whatever. <laughs> um it's quiet. Everybody will say, oh, it's too quiet. It's like, no, because there's not a lot of things going on. It's a lot of the same names. There's not a lot of sellers, so it appears. 
Um, there's always one team that'll go crazy out of nowhere, and I think everybody pegs Toronto, but could be even someone that's quieter now. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just wait and see approach. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this deadline just yet. I, I think. I mean, the 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 veritable bomb, if you can even call it as such, we got today was the reported three-teamer that got leaked really early and leaked to everyone. Like four different newsbreakers were sharing details on this thing, but it hasn't happened yet. And now it looks like Minnesota, one of the teams involved, maybe looking for a little extra. My money was on the Jazz leaking this. Obviously, Danny Ainge always trying to get the most, but apparently it was Minnie. But anyway, D'Angelo Russell plus Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt from the Jazz all go to the Lakers uh, Russell Westbrook goes to Utah, gets bought out. That's going to be a fun subplot. If he does get bought out, where does he go? That's going to be fascinating. And then Mike Conley goes to Minnesota. So I know the the Wolves definitely want to move from D'Lo. I think we've heard that a lot this season, even though he's had, for his stand, like a really solid season, really efficient shooting the ball. But it hasn't happened, like I said. And at this point, a three-teamer, this messy, this out in the open, don't know if it's even going to happen. I mean, this... We've seen these things kind of fall apart before, but my reaction, my first Bucks reaction, as I Bucks react to every trade, even like salary dumps and stuff that mean absolutely nothing to the Bucks. But it's like if if those valuable role players are all going to move around to non-contenders in the West, that's a best case scenario. Like I know Philly, I think has sniffed around Vanderbilt. Like you know, is Jared Vanderbilt changing my mind on a playoff series? Probably not, but he definitely isn't if he's going to the Lakers or the Wolves. So I think anytime it's like a team like that, like a team, oh, we want to finish top five, top six in the West versus we're one of the best four teams in the East makes those moves. I'm all for it just because I think it, it really takes that extra competition away from the Bucks in terms of having to go through deeper rosters. But what do you guys think about this three-teamer that's floating around right now? It's weird. It's weird <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it's... uh um. That's that's all I can really say. Do the Lakers end up better? Yes. Do Way the better, Jazz end up worse? Yes. What does Minnesota do? <laughs> that's the is part. Minnesota better? Like, I just... like, like you mentioned, Delo's having a fine season. Mike Conley is washed beyond belief. Yeah, like, I know 30, him and Rudy 35. Gobert had. Yeah, I know him and Rudy Gobert have had nice chemistry, and I guess it's a an expiring, but just not not really. It's fourteen million gotta, guaranteed yeah, the next gear. season. Partial, yeah. partial expiring. I but guess. that's like that's a that's lot of partial. yeah. That was my nickname. Big partial. But what is Minnesota getting better here? That's why I think is why they're looking to see if they can get more stuff because I probably think they they need more stuff. Yeah, at least a did player. They, I think. Where did where was in this construction? Because there was multiple constructions. Where was Vanderbilt going? Lakers. So Lakers. that's why that's why I feel like Minnesota is like we need the nice we need a nice young player if we're doing this because that's not so enough. So it's base it it just sounds like okay, D'Lo is going back to the Lakers. Mike Conley would um not go back to Minnesota, but like they're making jazz 2.0. I guess, yeah. In well, apparently some of the Vanderbilt. reasoning that's been floated is like, oh, Mike Conley can get Rudy Gobert an entry pass. And I mean, I, let's just, I'm just going to tear the bandaid off quickly. This whole pod, who gives a shit about Rudy Gobert entry passes? 
Really? That's the motivation for you? That's the no- you know what we got to do? We need to get Rudy the ball so we can go from 11 points to 12 points a game. How stupid. I, I don't know if that's real or that's just been put out there, but it's like. Well, if you assume he's going to make that free throw. Well, I, no, I think just one more point in the aggregate, not free throws, but just, you know, one more open layup per game or per every other game, I guess. Very Chris, weird. You just look at any solution. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's just a lot of mid tier playing relative teams that are just kind of swapping deck chairs. That's what, if yeah. we want to talk a slop fest, that's this trade. Well, I think yeah. the Lake, I think the Lakers get a lot better. But the funny they thing do, about the Lakers but they're still is, not great. well, even if they are, they're thirteenth in the West, and that LeBron set the record, which I think Rohan, we're doing playback. I don't know if Jordan's able to attend. We're doing a playback for Lakers Bucks Thursday night, so we can talk more about that because there's not much to talk about with the Lakers outside of trades and LeBron's historical marks because they're a bad basketball team. Link, but, link for the playback, GSPN.info. Yes, thank you, Rohan. Come through. Uh, and join the Discord so you get notifications. Uh, and follow us, all the pods on Repod for extended discussion. I post a lot of trade stuff there previously. Um, and yeah, more. I, I have more things to say. I'll say them later. But what was I going to – oh, they're 13th. And they basically stopped playing after LeBron set the record against the Thunder last night as we record. They needed that game. The Thunder are right ahead of them. The Thunder are now, I think, 1-0 and or 2-0 and against the Lakers. One win away, I believe from getting the tiebreaker. The Jazz are 2-0 against the Lakers. Another team just ahead of them, their one win away from getting a tiebreaker over LA. Like, I've seen people float, is it going to be AD and the two first for KD? First, I think the Nets are like, hell no, why would we do that? Why do we want this guy who is unexcited about LeBron setting the scoring record and doesn't play and plays uninspired half the time he does play? But also, it's just like, how funny would it be if they got KD or even more realistic, they get... Malik Beasley and D'Angelo Russell, whatever, they might not make the play-in. Like, they're 13th. <laughs> not good. And they're worse. Like, the Thunder, I think, are like 11th. I think the Thunder, now that Shea is healthy, are way better than the Lakers. Like, way oh, those better. Boots. Yeah. Those, those boots Shea's boots. Walking. They're walking all over the Lakers. That's what they were doing. <laughs> they really are. So, it's exciting. But I'm also like, you should have just done the Miles Turner, Buddy Heald thing. And maybe you could have had a real season. It feels too little too late. So if they send both first, I'll be a little surprised. I mean, I think LeBron demands it, but also he should have demanded it sooner, man. Like they're, it, it's so late in the game and they have such a bad record. It's probably why he's saying uh, I'm, I'm prepared to play for any franchise. <laughs> that was the way he said that was so funny. You know what though? You, he made this decision. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he wanted to go there. Well, and the word, the extension before this year. Is what is like? What do you? Why would you sign yeah. that? Like he could have gotten out twice, right? Because he extended so. after the championship slash bubble year. And yeah, then which that season. one's fine. Yeah, you want a title. <laughs> yeah, to extend this past off season though, after you saw the team get torn apart, after you see where AD is at, and just pulling up. I mean, not pulling any of the right levers. That to me is like okay. Yeah, now you're just reaping what you sow. But enough about the Lakers. They would get better. Probably it doesn't matter in a grand. The passing scale. the trade deadline is going to be just great for everybody that doesn't have to care about the Lakers anymore. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, um, but yeah, the Wolves. I just think like they're just stuck. Um, it seems like clearly they need to focus on being Anthony Edwards' team, but the problem is they kind of pushed all the chips in for like the next two to three years, and they're not going to be very good in that time frame. It seems. Um, I, I, D'Angelo Russell for Mike Conley, I get that, you know, D'Lo would probably walk. It sounds like they don't really want to pay him. 
Is the answer really to get older and worse though? I, I just – even if you get a pick, I, I don't know. I think that's – it's a weird trade. But again, if, if it something like that does go down and it's just as you say, Jordan, deck chairs in the West moving around, fine. If that means some Eastern Conference team who could actually – or even a, a better Western Conference team that could arm up to play the Bucs isn't going to get those pieces, I think that's fine. You know, I think Jared Vanderbilt would have been an intriguing Bucks option, but – I don't know. It just seems like probably a little bit too hyped and the Bucks usually, I feel like, go a little quieter. It's either a disgruntled player or someone kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Crowder fits that bill. P.J. Yep. Tucker a couple years before. No one really linked Ibaka to the Bucks last year. It wasn't like, you know, hey, this would be what you do, but salary-wise, it kind of made sense. Yeah. Yeah, Vanderbilt's kind of an interesting player. There's a lot of Portland buzz the last couple days until this. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, he's good. He's a good player. But yeah. You kind of summed it up perfectly. I think in the hands of the Sixers or I'm just throwing out names, Heat, basically any of the, the teams that you would imagine the Bucks are going to face in the playoffs, I would be way more <laughs> scared. Yeah, but if he goes to someone like the Lakers, I guess, or whatever, Malik, if Malik Beasley gets moved too, because that's another name that's part of this, it's just like, ugh. yeah, we're, we're not we're not concerned. I'm not uh, I'm not thrilled. I, Kessler Edwards to Sacramento does that change? Is that everything? does that even happen? Yeah, because he could veto it, and we Rode, yeah. Rode said he wasn't going to, but I don't think the deal has gone through. Because yeah, he has veto power on that. Yeah, just like it's the same same reason Wes Matthews, Javon Carter, Thanasis, and Surge, and Surge have yeah. veto power on trades. Um, Rohan, what's your uh, favorite piece of slop that's been bandied about today? Slop for anyone who doesn't know is just like all the messy reporting and stuff has become termed slop, and I think it's perfectly fitting. It's sloppy as hell. This is an <laughs> inside joke turned bad. It's it's uh, very much out there on Twitter. This is not yeah, inside. it is out there. This is not inside. I've seen slop. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Do we want to talk general NBA? Do we want to talk Bucks? I think let's save Bucks. Um, we can yeah. go through some of the names. We, I mean, I think most of it is, frankly, BS anyway. But Okay, so let's, let's go with uh, one of the more recent reports that just happened from, uh, from Jordan's buddy Mark Stein. Uh, who said uh, that the Raptors and Spurs continued to discuss trade scenarios that would land in-demand big man Jakob Pertl back with Toronto, What a league sources said. What a deadline where Pertl is like, teams are thirsting for Jakob Pertl. He's I mean, good. He's, he's fine. Good. He's fine. The the one I was going to bring up, if you didn't get to Pertl, was the, the Celtics report. I forget from where, earlier today, that they're looking Woj. to do Woj. Peyton Pritchard and... Um, Danilo Gallinari really, for Pirtle really or Bamba. Like, I thought Pritchard was actually kind of good when the Bucks played the Celtics. He requested a trade. Yeah, I mean, he's the kind of player where it's like, okay, Peyton, sounds good. Like, are you going to sit out, really? I mean, I think I think big, your career is just... Furkan, Korkmaz energy. I think your career is just over. If you're Peyton Pritchard and you sit out because you don't you don't, you want to trade from a contender. Um, Shout out Thon Maker. Yeah, I mean, it, it did work out that way for him. The Celtics getting Pirtle does not concern me at all. Like, I, I get they feel like they need big depth. I think Grant Williams has kind of underperformed, and they have an ugly contract thing going on with him right now. 
But that's just like – it's the same reason I wouldn't be excited about the Bucks trading for a, a pure center as like their big move. I mean, again, do we want big depth? Yes. Like filling Serge's spot, playing in certain matchups and certain nights, that's different. But if your big move is Pirtle, you already have Robert Williams, Al Horford, and Grant Williams. Like, I don't know. You're not going to play Robert Williams and Pirtle at the same time, I don't think, unless you're going back to 94 to play this playoff series. So it's just like, okay. I mean, it just doesn't, it's not a player who I think is going to give the Bucks that many problems, quite honestly. No. It, it's, it's the, we, we talked about this last pod, you and I, Ty. Where it's like the traditional big man really does not have a place when you're playing the Bucks because yeah. if you try to put him on Giannis, Giannis is just going to decimate him, and if you uh, try to stretch him out uh, and put him on Brook, it's they're, they're, what's the point? Yeah. So I do like I share your I share your opinion that it doesn't really matter if the Celtics do that. Like if the Celtics do that, that's good news for the Bucks because they're not doing anything else. Yeah, that's their uh, move. Is it an up? Yeah, is it an upgrade? Yeah, absolutely. Do they get a little better? Probably. Is it? Does it matter against the Bucks? I don't believe so. Maybe is this a, is this a Sixers move? Is that what this is? Like if maybe if, if Time Lord goes down, you really just have Horford on Embiid. I don't think Horford does well, but I think his numbers are just kind of declining. This calendar year, I think, you know, he's 35 now. He's getting old, right? So maybe maybe that's what this is. And and Mo Bamba is just like – I mean, they're not playing him in Orlando really. I guess if you get Mo Bamba, that, that to me, kind of an unserious contender move to go get Mo Bamba midseason. As an upgrade. It's kind of shooting – you're shooting your shot elsewhere and getting rejected. And it's like, okay, what else do you have? Mo yeah. Bamba, right? Guy – Currently suspended because he started a fight <laughs> That's right. oh, yeah. on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Insert Markel Foltz face here. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, Pirtle's kind of an interesting guy because I think he fits the type of of someone that could bother Giannis. If we're talking about it in a, in a Bucks perspective, but like offensively, he's it. He's just not. He's more of like you already have Robert Williams, so what are you really getting? I understand like they're really big on big insurance because yeah, it's what Blake after Luke Cornett, uh, Luke Cornett, Cornett, who's done done okay, tallest North American basketball player. There we go. What? I mean, tallest American basketball player. Excuse me, Luke Luke Cornett. Yeah, in the NBA currently. He how tall is he? Seven two. Seven yeah, seven two or something. I think. Oh yeah. Anyway, that you said you threw me on there. <laughs> Luke Carnett with his eclipse. No wonder he's uh so seven two. Yeah. Seven what a two. dork. Four. Four the eclipse bucks. thing just pisses me off. If you if you're that tall, hey. go and go and contest it. It doesn't. You gotta really. make you gotta make your mark somehow. Well, it's just yeah. the, the early season Celtics when they were red hot and everything they did was like I heard the season was already decided. It was like they reinvented the wheel. It, like. Oh, they let the ball roll in and Marcus Smart doesn't pick it up. And people are posting like the Celtics wow. have discovered a hack to run out the clock. Like, have you ever watched a basketball game before in your life? This is not new. They're doing they deserve, it all the time. Oh my. Like, it doesn't matter at all. A full day of, a, of attention on a sports channel. Like, I just don't hear enough about these. Songs. Rohan, did you see that report? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a report. It's a thing. It's like, well, yeah, happened. that they're doing yeah. it. You know what my response was to that? That ESPN is dedicating a full day to the Celtics. 
I was like, oh, so it's a day that ends in Y for ESPN? Like, <laughs> what What else is new? Of course they are. It's every every single day. The Ringer. It's called The Ringer. Yeah. How many things would have to fall through for there to be a full Bucks day on any ESPN? Like Ooh. ESPN2, ESPN News. Oh. Ah, man. I'm trying to think of things they would do before that. Um, that would be a watch ESPN at best. They'll do they'll do ESPN full, plus plus. Yeah. yeah. Plus minus. <laughs> ESPN minus. It'll be um, in the it'll be in their box plus minus category in any stat sheet. That's where oh they'll God. put the content. I don't want to talk about any of these advanced numbers. I've seen way too many charts recently. Oh man. I love math. I, I love y- math. Jokic and Gobert truthers. <laughs> I, I don't look at any of the advanced numbers anymore. I don't because they're always like if you were like, hey, these numbers show you that Jokic is the best offensive player in the league, I'd be like, okay, fine. I people, You know Jokic is the third best defender in the NBA? I'm like, no, I don't because it's not true. And they did the same with Gobert on offense because of the screen assists and the efficiency. And it's like, you know what number I look at now? Points. I, I'm, I, I Tape. I look at tape. I don't even. I can't even watch that much, but I watch as much as I can. But all these – You have a VCR. I – I just the, – the advanced numbers truthers are just getting to me this year. Um, but yeah, Pirtle is interesting. Anyone who goes to Toronto, it's like, sure. Okay. That's fine. I, what are I, they doing? I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know what to believe about there. This deadline, I think it's going to underwhelm. Well, let's, let's just like, do even, it. Even if they get Jakob Pirtle, for what? Yeah, I don't I – mean, it's, it's the same position as the Lakers. Yeah, like, except what are you, worse. What are you gonna do? I think it's worse than the Lakers because at least the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis, who yeah, you if if they're healthy and you know AD is motivated that week, can actually be very good. Versus the Raptors, who like yes, Jakob's very good. Everyone else there, it's like yeah, okay, they're not as good as everyone says they are. This is Zach Lowe and OG Ananobi trade talks come up. I don't want to go too far. I think they may consider putting OG Ananobi halfway on the training block. Like, who cares? Who cares if they do? He's fine. He's a good role player. I feel like the, the talk about OG is like, it's like Kevin Durant. Like, people are directly saying, like, the Nets should trade Kevin Durant. And then turning around and going, I think Masai may consider moving OG. Like, of course he should consider that. They stink. He's a role player. He doesn't want to play there. Yeah. It's to so be weird. Fair, to be fair, they are two games out of eight right now. Wow. That's it. Yeah. What's their relation to the Washington Wizards in the standings? Uh, they are tied. Question. They're awful. Irredeemable garbage, Rohan. Uh, the Wizards, also two games out of eight. <laughs> That's ex- if you are anywhere around the Washington Wizards at any point after the calendar flips in an NBA season, your season is over and you need to accept it. That's fair. Have, but it, uh, it's, not a, it's not a big news-breaking alert. Ooh. Mark Stein has gone uh, more information on Jakob Pertl. Throughout the past month plus, it has been said often that the Spurs were reluctant to trade Pertl. Over the past 24 hours, though, that tone has been replaced by strong signals. Strongest signals. That San Antonio is prepared to move him before the deadline. I feel like they were like, yeah, we probably won't trade him. What are we going to get? Two seconds? And then all these teams were like, how do we get Jakob Pertl on our team? And the Spurs are like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. I think he's a fine defensive player. I don't mean to downplay, but it's just funny to me the guys who are like in the centers of these heated trade talks. And it's like the Celtics want him as a backup. 
the Raptors stink, and I guess need a center, but I don't know why, as you say, Rohan. Like, why are they trying to go get Jakob Pertl? I don't really know. Like, it, it's just very... free agent this... Yeah, you have to pay him. And apparently, he's going to make $20 million a year, is the reports, which I'm like, okay, wow, all right. And Brooke Lopez makes 12? I guess he's unsigned. He could make 22, but... Very interesting deadline so far. But yeah, let's talk about the Raptors, the, the sleeping giant, who may may become a even even more sleep giant if they go get Jakob Pertl. I don't know. Um, but at the Is deadline, Jakob Pertl the melatonin for the <laughs> Raptors giants? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, who, do you, who do you guys... <laughs> they have like five bad centers on that. You look at the roster, it's like, wow, they do have centers. Yeah. They all just stink. Like, yeah, we're not going to have a guy that's over 6'9 because we're going to be weird. It's like, yeah, it doesn't fit together. That's, maybe it's wild them, how that didn't work. Or yeah, maybe more of them should be good. I mean, I think maybe it could work, but it's like, yeah. Chris or maybe Boucher, they should have a good coach. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the hot seat apparently, which I find interesting. Who I've, seen, you, I've seen Raptors people say uh, if the talent is there and they should be over uh, performing better, doesn't that fall on the coach? I mean, yeah, it is one of those. I, I, somebody pointed this out recently, like a month ago now, because we've been talking about the damn Raptors for so long. But if they have all these premier trade assets, maybe they should win some games. Like, should they not be one of the best teams in the league if, you know, Siakam is 17 first, OG is four first, Gary Trent is a first, Van Vliet is whatever. That's a full Chris Vernon on everybody, but yeah. <laughs> that is very much the case. It's like these guys are – they have how many trade candidates – between Siakam and Anobi, Fred Van Vliet, Gary Trent, GTJ, um, <laughs> someone else, I guess. Um, and they're pretty miserable. They're not yeah. a good team. I don't know. And it's like, I don't, I don't know if the talent is necessarily there. They're, I yeah. mean, they have good pieces or proven pieces, but. They shouldn't be this bad. Like, even with the vibes being bad, I mean, they have a championship coach who, like, a year ago, Raptors fans would tell you how great he is and all the adjustments and everything else. And now it just seems like they're all sick of him. It's kind of, ooh, you know what? It's kind of Jason Kidd-esque. Obviously, the highs were much, much higher. But, like, he took the league by storm doing, like, an innovative thing. And now everyone in and out of the org is like, we figured it out and we don't like you anymore. Luca, your third coach and is going to be Nick Nurse. Congratulations. The thing, too, about, like, the Raptors is that, like, I know the big thing is, like, they're very secretive. So Apparently not. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a lot of external stuff, but people are just, like, hungry to just put out anything. But they also, like, when this happened two years ago and there was all this buzz about Kyle Lowry and it was the Tampa year for them, they ultimately didn't move him. Even though I believe he was supposed to go to the Lakers, I think Lakers and Heat were like the two biggest, like well, Sixers, the Maxi. Oh, that's the that's the. It's not. It's still not totally confirmed, but it's like was was Maxi on the table or not when they said no, and then ultimately the deadline passes, and in the off season they sign and trade him to Miami. That was like the big. You know, it's one of those like we'll never probably know for sure, but at least maybe and. Probably more than Precious Achua and whatever else they got from Miami. Goran yeah, Dragic. Like, that, that ended up being a sign and trade. I just think, I don't know. They probably, it's weird to see a team that is not good, but has still has a very high opinion of their players. And I understand that like, you kind of just want to keep the 
cycle going and all this stuff. Like, Masai, for all the, you know, good things and well-deserved things that he has earned over being a GM in the NBA, he also, I think he he tries to do the play chess, not checkers thing too often, even when it comes down to, like, sellers. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ainge-ish, right? Like, you got to win the trade. You got to win the trade. You can't just make... Good yeah, trade. You got to win it. I The thing, too, about Age is, like, he's, for all the talk of, like, yo, he always had Anthony Davis, always, he always had in Paul George way back yeah. then. Yeah. He was, like, a willing trader. Yeah. I don't know if besides, I wouldn't ta- or uh, say the same for Masai, even though he did land Kawhi. Yeah. Oh, it's, again, it's like, yeah, okay, if you can get Kawhi Leonard for DeMar DeRozan, you'll do the trade. And if not, no. I mean. DeMar DeRozan and? Jakob Pertl, the the darling of the deadline. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Rohan, which Raptors do you think actually get traded? I think, man, it's probably going to be no one. It's going to probably be like Kemp Birch or someone. I, uh, I said how funny would it be if it was just Chris Boucher and that was like, that's all that they yeah, that's do. That's another guy that I read for that's 30 year old Chris Boucher. Yeah. Or however old he is. He's, I think uh, he is 30, yeah. Uh, I'd say probably, I'd say, I'd say Gary Trent. Mm. Is the guy who gets traded. I don't think they'd trade OG. I don't think they trade Siakam. I think it's like it, it's tough to trade those guys. Uh, Masai is is known for being like a draft and develop guy, so you got to keep the guys you draft unless you want to start over and do it again, which 
you know, he might be addicted to, who knows, but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't think they go that far. I really don't. I think they just continue on the treadmill of mediocrity. So the, the interesting thing, I, I used to side with you and think Trent, I'm starting to think it's more likely they keep him and just retain him long-term. He's like 24. So even if they are going to rebuild, like he still fits on that timeline. And also he's the only guy who shoots. So if they trade him, they're really going to be abysmal depending on return for the rest of the year. It seems like Van Vliet is honestly the one now that like, I don't, I don't think it's them, but someone just keeps linking Orlando to him both in trade season and free agency because they're going to have cap space. I think it makes sense, but they also have like a hundred young guards. But it's just funny to me that potentially the Weltman, Hammond, Magic are going to bully the Raptors into trading Fred Van Vliet because they're going to threaten to sign him otherwise. Um, but I think Van Vliet, the OG stuff, I just can't tell. I, I just still am not sure if we're going to see it happen or if they're just going to hold and try to trade him later. Siakam, I would be pretty surprised, but I think the Nets and Suns are both in a position to really like full swing for the fences. But well, Annette, Kevin Durant, may hold up the Suns going hard for Siakam. Like I think the Nets drama is kind of mucking up what Toronto wants to do because they already sent one point guard to Dallas, so there goes an FVV suitor. Now apparently D'Angelo Russell and Mike Conley could move and take away a couple more. We'll see. And you know, if KD is even maybe available, like the Suns, I think their worst nightmare would be sending all their picks for Siakam and then the next day or whatever, KD is fully on the block. And it's like, okay, we just can't anymore. I don't know who would trade for him at that point. I still think he's going to be a net for the rest of this year and then get out in the offseason. I mean, how do you put together a Kevin Durant trade in a day? It just seems impossible. But it's just fascinating for Toronto I'd be surprised if they didn't move any of the four guys we keep talking about with them. I don't think it's impossible they don't, though, which would just frustrate the hell out of their fans who just want some sort of resolution one way or another. Yeah, just just anything, anything to get them out of the rut. So I just I don't know. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I think they just they've, they've been doing this for like, what, a few years now? Like they, they're used yeah. to losing guys like they lost Serge. They lost Marcus all for nothing. This is who they are. Yeah. All right, Jordan. What is uh, your favorite Bucks rumor you've heard so far? Favorite Bucks rumor. I might have to go favorite on most ridiculous because I feel like pretty much everything I've heard has made me want to gag if it's true. I don't know if there's a favorite necessarily. Yeah, because none of them are good. No, it's very... This isn't a blockbuster type deadline. Um, it could be tangentially related where uh, Matt Ishbia becomes the Suns owner and immediately has to downplay. A oh my god! <laughs> what? That was just so, so they. It came out that they were going to put Isaiah Thomas in the front office to work with James Jones. Old and, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah, the the bad yes. one, um, the one who was. I want to be careful with my words, but a jury awarded more than $10 million to a woman who claimed that Isaiah Thomas sexually assaulted her. A fellow executive. Yeah, when he was in the next front office. So putting that person in your front office for any team is inconsciousable. Not to mention the Suns, who are like attempting to hard pivot 
from a culture of harassment and abuse, it was like the worst report you could imagine. Apparently, Ishbia is just obsessed with Michigan. And so Isaiah Thomas is a legendary piston that I don't, I don't know. We'll see at his media thing today, Ishbia would not rule out bringing in Isaiah Thomas. And is Thomas on the board of his company? Eventually. Yeah. So United, uh, whatever, wholesale, it's some just some mortgage line. Well, yeah, he's yeah. It, the 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 sub the drama of Dan Gilbert not voting for Ishbia because they're rival mortgage brokers. Like, what a disgusting just display. Um, imagine if we get another private prison person in to go. Is that the Pistons owner who's in yeah, that business? Yeah, it's Goris. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Dan if Gilbert. those two. Yeah. Um, Emmy owners gonna love him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta love him. I saw one of the Bucks owners was at a Knicks game, and Knicks people were like, there's going to be a trade. Why else would he be here? They live there. Of course they don't live in Milwaukee. They're New York hedge fund people. I am, you should probably know this if you're a, a Knicks person. But anyway, I think what's been lost in the excitement to get away from Sarver is new owner syndrome usually isn't good. And Ishbia is talking about I a lot in terms of what the team is going to do. I'm going to be involved. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look at what the Wolves are doing. It's I, new owner syndrome. I mean, Jazz, too. I mean, uh, what's. Uh, Jazz are doing it well, though. Right. Because they Smith. have a guy. Yeah, now, it was not going well with the last construction of the team. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's who he is. Yeah, yeah, and then they got a new of, owner, and now they brought Danny Ainge. In no, no, no. He's saying he's saying when when Ryan Smith first took over, and they kept going all not all in, but in, and it didn't work at all. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. and they lost time of the got passed over once again. Poor guy. Uh, yeah, but I think he he got to the part of the ownership where he's like, I'll just bring in somebody else to do this who knows more, and that's why Ainge is there. But I, I get Sarver was so bad and held them back. But Ishbia, to your point. Everybody has their guy. Ainge was yep. Ryan Smith's guy. Uh, the Bucks, Jason Kidd was Lazarus' guy. Yep. Isaiah Thomas is apparently Ishbia's guy. And, and we should say so, it, it's less important, obviously, than the harassment alleged. I mean, I guess, you know, found guilty by a jury or liable by a jury harassment. He was also a terrible executive. The Knicks yeah. were awful when he, he was. He's a coach. I'll give him that. Though. Decent coach, really bad Decent executive. Coach. Oh, yeah, um, and and they weren't putting him in a coaching chair. They were putting him in a front office chair, which has not gone well at all. And I just think though the excitement he got of Sarver, it's just like, oh yeah, this new guy, he's got a lot of money. It's like, yeah, it's great. I mean, Chris Paul's been dangled in trades pretty openly. Like, there's a lot, lot going on in Phoenix, and you know, for every KD scenario, there's like a thousand overpay for somebody who's not KD scenario. So we'll see what that Phoenix is. I just well, think on a, I think on a razor's edge of potentially losing this this little window they're in right now. Jay Crowder twists in the wind and is may or may not still be in Milwaukee after touring houses. And <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's 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 a mess. It's an absolute mess. Uh, I don't know. I do. We, should we talk Jay Crowder if we're here anyway? Yeah, I mean, I there's guess, nothing new. Does he become a buck? Yeah, that's the only. That's the only question. Yes. That's the only question. Yes. I I, what is? I understand. I think not. I don't mean to echo what I've probably already said on win six, but this has been talked about for what months. Yeah, like October, September. So we're talking about like five to six months at this point. Like beginning of the season? Yeah. And the Bucks, they're not going to throw in Grayson. 
And I don't necessarily think that the Suns would want Grayson because it doesn't fit the criteria of either a first round pick, productive player who, you know, if you're taking on Grayson, he wouldn't be starting just because of their backcourt. Um, and there was some other criteria that I'm missing that they put out with all this stuff. But like, I just don't see the, I don't see the Bucks bending in their offer and I don't see the Suns bending in what they want for a Crowder deal because A, that just sounds like there's not a lot out there for them to like, it's more of just sounds like there's one team who's interested. Yeah, exactly. There's one team or if the other teams won them, they have to do it. But, or the Bucks want him, but they, there's always been these three team scenarios that have been out there. Yeah. And to do it, you know, a two team deal, they don't want what the Bucks have. So yeah. there's some disconnect there and who's going to bend who, before the deadline. I don't, I don't know. I, I've, I've been very pessimistic about it and maybe the Suns just kind of bend the knee and just <laughs> like, we'll give you Jay Crowder for the slop that you guys have. Um, I still, I feel like they're going to find a third team. I think he still ends up here. I think they're going to, they're going to figure it out. I, I don't know what exactly the deal looks like. I mean, the other thing I think that's holding this up is, you know, that salary could be useful for the Suns, even if they're still routing Crowder to Bucks as part of this big swing deal. So it wouldn't surprise me if the deal, if they go get a Siakam, probably, I don't think Durant's happening, but OG Ananobi, whoever they end up getting, Boyan Bogdanovich, who knows what kind of a swing this, this owner is looking to make. But if, if as part of that, Crowder then comes to Milwaukee and stuff, just to make it one trade is probably helpful for them salary-wise. I don't think they want to give up that salary block early. So I think they're going to figure it out. I think Crowder ends up a buck. I'm fascinated to see, though, because I do think Milwaukee's looking at other forwards. I think Lowe mentioned that, and or Windhorse, or maybe both on recent pods. I think they... Too, I think. Yeah, I think they want that position. And I think they're going to find it one way or another. I mean, I don't think they're desperate, but I do think there's got to be stuff out there. Apparently, the Hornets just might not move at all. But P.J. Washington, I find kind of interesting. I think he's hitting restricted free agency. They are like just a basketball graveyard. So why not trade some guys and recoup value? The tweet the tweet about them playing in Washington, D.C. was – since deleted tweet. Oh, they took it down? Yeah, but just what was it like? Official business in the nation's capital, uh, and it's Gordon yeah, Hayward. It's like, <laughs> it like here for official business or something. Oh and I was my like, god! Oh my. <laughs> Someone is too online. Better or, or actually, you're it'd be the other way around because they wouldn't put the dots. Uh, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew. is that better or worse than the Grayson Donut video? Worse. I think it's worse. worse. I think insurrection is worse than Grayson chicanery. Yes. <laughs> if there's one quote. thing to take away from this pod, <laughs> that's going to be the leading quote. <laughs> insurrection is worse than Grayson Grace Allen. Chicanery. Uh, chicanery. And yeah. the Bulls fans are like, no, we actually disagree. Democracy is good, but I mean, Caruso, Caruso is better. Is better. <laughs> democracy dies in darkness or uh, two for one transition block <laughs> attempt by Grayson Allen. Um, I, I do think, I think the most likely thing is, I mean, the most likely thing, Abaka's gone. Like, $10 million yes. in tax bills saved. Like, they'll send cash, they'll send a second round pick, whatever they have to do, he's going to be gone. And I wonder, too, if that, it, you know, if 
Deal X is holding up Crowder is Deal X holding up Crowder, holding up Abaka because his salary would be probably part of that as well um, or whatever else they do. So I think I'm not surprised he's not gone yet because I think they want that that $2 million or whatever in tradable salary. But he's going to be. That's for sure. That's the baseline. He has to approve it though. He he, but he, he wants to be out. Yeah. But what if it's not a place he – like is he going to approve yeah, the trade be. to Charlotte? No. But I think – I mean I don't know. Maybe if they play him. It's a buy. If even if he goes to a place like that, he would. I think they would know that he would get bought out, and then he would yeah. sign. Yeah, a team like, below the tax is just going to waive them. Yeah, yeah. But um, is there? Yeah, it, there's Knicks buzz too. It's all Jared coming Rose. from the Knicks, right? It's got. It's be. all course, the Knicks. It has yes. to. It's all of the Knicks, and yes. it's just. I think it's. I think it's now been five years in a row that the Bucks yeah. have been linked to Derrick Rose, and it's like. Just give up. Just stop texting, bro. You're not going to get – nothing's going to happen. The number's been blocked. You can't go tell people like, hey, I'm still interested in that. They're not interested in you, pal. <laughs> Rohan's told people this before. This is not Rohan's first yeah, time. Yeah, he said that Stop texting. It tongue. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, <laughs> I, I still think if the Bucks are answering, I've got to imagine it's like – are you ready to throw in a manual quickly and get Grayson? That's a lot of salary. Like yeah, it's, it's a like lot of million. salary. That would guarantee. If it's if it's Derrick Rose and Cam Reddish, like that does that's nothing. That's twenty million. There's no way. I mean, that's you almost have to include. It's either Bobby or like Ingles and Grayson. Like, and at that point, like, why the hell would you even consider? It that? doesn't like if yeah. just getting a Derrick Rose and uh, Cam Reddish to this roster right now without sending anyone doesn't upgrade it. No, neither plays. Neither plays like at all. Knicks, they have like a Rolodex of dates that they talk to teams that said like, hey, we'd be interested in Cam Reddish. Dated October 28th, <laughs> 2022. And then there's no context of like when this like yeah. interest was registered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? It's like that's where it comes from. I, I, I could see – like a year, two years ago, if the Bucks were like, yeah, Derrick Rose, how cheap is he? I mean, he was a productive bench guard. I mean, you know, kind of an unsavory person in some avenues, which is why myself and a lot of others don't really want to root for him anyway. But, you know, whatever. He's 15 a game on good efficiency, and the Bucks have needed bucket getters in the past. They don't play him anymore. Like the Knicks, no. the Knicks are trying to trade two guys they don't play, and instead of just doing the honorable thing – like the Bucks and quietly doing it, which clearly they're doing with Ibaka and maybe Wara. They're just like, oh, the Bucks. The Bucks really want Derrick Rose and this team. Like, no, they don't. Like, no one is falling for this except for you know. Now I'm seeing 800 fake trades where it's like, oh, you only have to give up Bobby and Grayson and Joe Ingles to get Cam Reddish and Derrick Rose. Well, that's your bench. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like the that's end good. of your chance of winning a title this year. You get so much worse. <laughs> Uh, just trade your entire bench tips for two guys who don't play, play for a team that stinks. Yeah. Stinks is, stinks is harsh. They're above five. They're fine. Yeah. They're yeah. fine. They're a tips team. Yeah. 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 Or a Knicks team. He has a type. Which we would have, yeah. No, I think tips teams are usually a little better. Yeah, they're usually better than Knicks teams. That's true. But now he's, yeah. It's just like one of those things where, like, when interest is there and then you see like the fake trade machines like how does this work and i understand it's good to have people understand the salary matching and all this stuff because the bucks avenues of acquiring a player are very limited so it's very just cut and dry 
But it's also like, when people put that out there, we could just keep it at that. You don't have to say, like, this would have to be it. And it's like, yeah. well, you just answer your own question. It's not a good trade offer yeah. for the Bucks at all, like, to do, to get rid of uh, meaningful contributors to your team for Derrick Rose, who, as you mentioned, is, what, 35 and doesn't really have a role for a team that is 500, but not overwhelming. Yeah. Um, Boyan Bogdanovich. What do we think? I think he keeps – he always gets looped in. So I think it's interesting to me the Bucks are even taking the temperature here because of what we're talking about with Rose and, and Reddish. It's basically similar salary to get both of those guys versus Boyan. The reason this is a real combo is Boyan is good um, and like a player who would very much play for the Bucks. I don't know if he would start, but he, he would factor in every game. I mean there's some who I think think he's just like a slow, unathletic guy and maybe he is. But he's also a walking bucket. Uh, Those people love Joe Ingles, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, and poor Ingles would be in this deal, I would assume, unless there's a weird subsection of Bucks Twitter who thinks Bobby is or should get traded. I don't think Bobby is or should be traded. And he's a very valuable piece. He's bought in. He's under contract for four more years. He's on Giannis' timeline. Uh, I would just be pretty surprised if he was on he's the He's good, too. Yeah, he's very good. I mean, yeah, he's a very helpful player. I mean – one of the leading candidates for sixth man of the year. He's not, but he should be, is the unfortunate thing. Yeah. But he, we know. We know he should be. He should be winning, but now he's out. Whatever. Um, I, I think – By the way, nice, uh, nice of the Bucks for to give their two-week evaluation. Did they? No. That was sarcasm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. They don't want to make it public because they're floating him in trade talks, Rohan. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But would you guys – would you guys want them to trade for Boyan, assuming that it means at least one, at least two, we'll say, of Grayson, Bobby, and Ingles are going out in that deal? I almost almost certainly, I think, at least two of those guys have to go. I mean, obviously, we're going to say no Brook and the big three. That's that's a big move. That's a more deconstruction than they usually do midseason. I'd be for it. I've talked about in the past how I'm like – for Boyan because he's just another shot creator and another guy who's like, sure, you don't want him to be your best player. Uh, sorry, Pistons. You don't want him to be your second best player. Uh, sorry, Utah. Uh, you no. want him to be like, you want him to be like your fourth best player because he's massively overqualified to be your fourth best player. And that's yeah. what he would be on the Bucks. You want guys who are overqualified for their roles. Like Drew Holiday is overqualified to be a third best player on a team. Yeah. That's why he has very good success here. Uh, it's just you want guys who like you know like who are overqualified for the roles, and Boyan on this Bucks team would be massively overqualified for the role that he has. But that's what makes a difference is because when uh, in the playoffs, guys load up on Giannis, load up on Chris. Drew is I don't know. Drew's doing Drew playoff offense things. <laughs> the the other guy who is like, oh, we can just help off him. Do we don't have to worry about him? Is Bojan Bogdanovic? Like yeah. you're letting him be a, like your quaternary creator. Oh, that's just it's it's too like it's he he he'll thrive in that role. Yeah, Jordan, I'm gonna yeah. I was very you threw it what quaternary. Quaternary, like it's quaternary, the, so fifth, it's right. like secondary, tertiary. I always, quaternary. I always used to say oh, tertiary oh, yeah, to mean yeah. not, not primary. And Rohan called me out that it means third airy. Yeah, so, it does. Yeah, <laughs> you gazumped me there. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go the other side on mm. it. I Bogdanovich is a, 
clearly a talented player. Um, really, he's keeping the Pistons afloat, even though they are the worst team in the NBA. But yeah, I was uh, gonna say, what does afloat mean? You know, they could be a lot worse if he wasn't there. That's where I would say they'd win less than fourteen games. That's true. I mean, yeah, I think they would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's very talented. Um. I think Mark Stein, not to quote Mark Stein again, but he's always believed. Fellow substacker. Fellow substacker, of course. Um, <laughs> he's always believed uh, that Bojan is going to be the most talented player that gets moved this deadline that impacts the title race this year, um, which is interesting. But I just, I don't know. Maybe it's being scarred from the Miritich thing, and they have really. Not so much anymore because Bobby kind of filled that need, but the kind of wing forward guys that could really shoot the ball, that could move it, um, give you like a hub on offense. It hasn't really worked out with the Bucks. Miritich, I let sorry, I I'm gonna push back. Miritich is not as good as Boyan Bogdanovich. Not not even close and doesn't have the same skills because Boyan can create his yeah, own shot. That's the difference, I think. That is a good point. M- Miritich trying to dribble would end in like, I don't know, he it would be like Serge Ibaka oh, trying to we bring saw the it ball. in that Raptor series a lot. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. But the, like that's what that's where I'd push back. But sorry, continue. I just I don't know. I I, I think it's also just where the Bucks are right now, and I think things, I mean, I know they have won eight in a row, so this kind of sounds very Captain Obvious of me, but uh, things are really clicking with just how things, having everybody back healthy, save for Bobby getting hurt. E- even as, like, Ingles is still kind of riding the ups and downs of everything, like, everything's just kind of falling into place that, like, yeah, you're getting the better, talented player of the team. Do I have questions about Grayson? Of course, I, I don't like I would, I want to see him play in a playoff setting when everybody's healthy. Can we get that? Not, I'm not gonna would. I don't know. We still have two and a half months to get there. But I do think you lose something that I just can't. You can't really define of like just the current chemistry that the Bucks have and that they've gone through all these ups and downs. And a lot of it was going to be banked in because you don't have your best players out there, but to get through all of that, and now they're, what, one game back of the Celtics in the East? As, by the, the way, um, I think I, I changed my mind on the Celtics getting Pirtle. Uh Horford and Williams are both out, and they are starting Blake Griffin against Joel Embiid tonight. So, okay. well, I, yeah, maybe, that maybe, makes sense. Why yeah, maybe also, also in this game, by the way, speaking of Luke Cornett in that game, he, he tried the Eclipse thing twice. Uh, as Joel Embiid caught the ball at the top of the arc, he eclipsed twice because Joel was just standing there waiting for him to come contest. He didn't. Cornette tried to do the eclipse thing rather than go and contest. Twice he jumped. He jumped twice. <laughs> I will send, I will find How many times did he jump? Twice! <laughs> In the same possession, you mean? I thought yeah. he did two different possessions at first. That yeah, is hilarious. No, no, no. Twice in a row. He jumped, came back down, then jumped again. Here, I'm going to find God. this. Um... um. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of, messy around, I, Surge is Surge. Yeah. yeah. I just can't pay with him. But like, something as meaningful as that, that like, the Bucks are a better team with Bojan Bogdanovich if they get him. But, I don't know. I don't know. I think, 
I think we're I think I've decided officially. I would I'm okay with the team breakup a little bit part. Losing Eagles hurts. He's been he's had such a fun season. Um hasn't looked the greatest against the Clippers uh in that in that matchup. And I think I still worry a little bit about the athleticism. But if it's like Ingles, Grace, and Wara, which I think gets you there salary-wise, and then the difference now for me is seconds versus firsts. And I think it's going to take a first, so I don't think they end up getting him. I would not want to send the first and Ingles. I'm not saying it's like a value thing for the Pistons, but I wouldn't want to do both. So if you could send Ingles and get with the rest of the salary and four second-round picks, I'm in. Otherwise, I'm not. Um, oh, we the trade is being finalized. Finalized. Oh, wait. Ooh. The three-teamer from earlier. Yes. Wow. Russell Westbrook in a first-round pick to Utah. Uh, Mike Conley in second-round pick compensation to so Minnesota. Minnesota held it up. Russell. <laughs> yeah. Minnesota's picks. like, are you sure? Sh- oh, wait, wait, wait. I want to make sure I can actually get some stuff. We need picks. And they're like, how about a second-round pick? And okay, yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Lightly protected 2027 LA first round pick to the Jazz. Is that is that it? Oh, to the Jazz yeah, from the Lakers for the Lakers. Yeah. Wait, first or one first first. Oh, they got a protection and only one first. Mm-hmm. The Bucks should call the, the Jazz about whoever is left. I mean, that's going to be bad. I thought so they were going to get more than one first if they're giving up all three of those guys. Uh, and taking Russ. I would imagine that's a top three protected. That's just my guess. That I, I shouldn't. Top yeah. three, top five, something like yeah. that. Lightly protected sounds very just like it's going to change hands kind of thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, there it is. So yeah, yeah, we can. All that analysis is uh, still still relevant. So yeah, it's great then. I'm, it's good for the Bucks. I think that this went through, and I'll write about this on the Substack post. I've been updating in a second, but this isn't going to affect the Bucks that much this season because those guys didn't go to teams that are going to matter. I don't think we're going to see any of these three teams in the finals. I think that's a pretty fair statement. So bully for them. Also not great for the Raptors and their trade market for Fred Van Vliet, who the Lakers got a guard. The Timberwolves got their guard. The Jazz don't care. Who's left? Orlando? I don't know. The Suns? I guess the Suns. I guess this also means that the Jazz are likely out of the the play-in race. Uh, so that's that's another um, that's a plus for the Lakers. We'll see. I don't know. They got All Star Laurie Markkinen, yeah. Defensive Player of the Year they candidate Walker Kessler. I don't think they're going to acquire any more talent, but I, I just they have a fun team. Agbaji's hitting a couple threes. He takes one every two games or whatever. Yeah, they're probably going to get worse. Jordan Clarkson is our, is Rohan and I's guy. Jordan Clarkson on the table. The owner loves. Remember when I did, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I totally forgot about Clarkson. Yeah. I remember I talked you out of Clarkson and into Crowder. Yeah, and then we talked each other back into Clarkson, and then yeah. <laughs> Joe Ingles got healthy, and we're like, "Yeah, we don't really care anymore." Yep, you were like, "That's uh, enough, Jasmine, for yeah, forever." Yeah, um, but yeah, it's getting back to getting back to Boyan. If we're talking former Jazz guys, mm. um, it's just I don't think I think the the Pistons would need a first. And I don't think the Bucks are going to give a first. Yeah. So I think that's why the trade doesn't get done. Yeah, and I do well, think the market's the- been set too. I mean, the Lake we just saw the Lakers give out a lightly protected first round pick. But that's a, know, but that's, that's the. Ex- I mean, I know it's a big expiring. No, it's a big expiring, but still. 
with Wesley. I, a lightly protected first, basically, to move all three of Conley, Vanderbilt, and Beasley. I think that's underwhelming. And I know it's probably going to be a good pick. But one pick for three, I mean, Conley, whatever, is washed, sure. But two, like, you know, coveted rotational players. I mean, I think, honestly, the, the most meaningful part of this for the Bucks is you probably can get in a conversation for a pretty solid rotation guy with salary and seconds. And I think the Hachimura deal showed that. I think this one does too. The crazy Gobert market, I think we've we're past that now. Like we're not yeah. except the, not unless you're talking to Masai Ujiri, in which case 17 first round picks and swaps for OG Ananobi. But other teams are, I think, being a little more reasonable with their requests. Yeah, the Lakers have traded what four draft picks in a span of three weeks. Yep. Three three seconds to Washington and now one first to um or I guess maybe maybe another second. We don't know who's sending the second to uh Minnesota. Could be one of theirs too. Oh that yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know where that's going. Honestly, I think it's a really good trade for the Lakers. I do too. It's I think it's too a little too late, but it's a good move. Yeah. Yeah. D Lo back? Yeah. I saw I saw a tweet. I wish I oh, I, I wish I knew who it was. It was like uh, someone said this guy's been loading for like five years now. Might as well install software at this point. Like I saw somebody said, um, don't don't do anything outlandish in the locker room because uh, he will he will let everyone know. Traded trade to the Nets for huh? Do you remember who he was traded for? Kevin Durant trade to the Nets. What Kevin to Kevin the Durant to the Nets. No, oh, that was after. Oh, wrong way. Uh, he was traded to the Nets for Brooke Lopez. Correct. Oh, Correct. wow. I want to say that too was like one of Polinka's first big moves. Mm-hmm. Polinka and Magic. And, well, it was one of Marx's first moves too, I think. Or maybe not. Maybe that was pre-Marx. No, I don't remember. But it has Bucks connections. Yeah. And then D'Lo got traded from the Nets to the Warriors for KD. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I forget. I totally forgot he was at the Warriors. I think uh, I think most people have because yeah. it was not a good era. Do you yeah. remember when that Wiggins trade first happened? Wiggins, D'Lo, Wolves, Warriors. It was like, wow, the Warriors are so stupid. They got this guy who stinks and is never going to help good teams. And they gave up picks. And they're going to be bad forever. And now Wiggins is one of the better role players in the league. I feel like largely regarded as the initial like reaction to it was like, well, you get Andrew Wiggins. You might be able to trade him for Giannis. For Giannis. Oh, trade, that's right. right. That got mad haters. Right? <laughs> we both got we both got championships out of it. Yeah. yeah. So what is not to steer the? No, machine. go ahead. How on a scale of one to ten? This is how you, I would say it. Mm. How ten being like likely, or one being not likely? How likely do you think it the Bucks make a? worthwhile slash meaningful trade what's like the louder on that prouder would be like a meaningful trade whereas like cutting serves just to open up a roster right. spot and save t- tax dollars if they, if they dump someone it doesn't count yeah how yeah. about how about we put it this way just to clearly define they bring in someone who is going to be a rotational player or at least expected yes to be. so you know if they get cam reddish as a salary dump it's like whatever that doesn't really matter uh, Rohan, you said eight. I said eight. I'm you very confident. Yes. Wow. The Bucks are going to do something. There's been too much noise for them not to do something. And Trader John is always active at this time of year. Mm. He always makes a trade. 
I don't see why that's going to stop this year. I'm going to say 10. Ooh. Man. I just think they will. It had to two up me. I know. I'm going to go six. Would you count last Maybe. year's deal? I guess not by my definition, because Serge was not an every game player. See, we were still in the we were we had a little bit more clarity on Brooke, but it was still like, yeah. what is he gonna be? And they did I mean they sent Dante out, which is kind of significant in itself. But yeah. Yeah. Here's I would what, probably I think it would it was meaningful just because we just didn't know yeah. what Brooke was. Here's yeah, here's just, one. I don't know. What's same scale? What's the likelihood Grace and Allen gets traded? Three. Same scale, you said? Yeah. I think I would go... I'll go two. I, I don't think they're going to move. I'll go four, just to be different. But I agree, it's not likely. And I, I would have gone three if Rohan didn't. Um, I, I don't think they feel pressed to, nor should they. But I do think if they if there's a Bojan swing, he's obviously going to be in the deal. So that's why I wouldn't go, you know, zero or one. But I, I don't, like... I think there's some people who are like, they got to trade him. They don't, and I don't think they think they do. But if there's a big move, then he's probably gone. But not Crowder because his value's in the toilet because I mean, no one else is getting dinner with him. No one's whining and dining this guy like the Bucks are. Okay, so here's 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 another question. The Bucks will likely well maybe we'll see. They might have a roster spot. Oh yeah. Oh. Do you get Russell Westbrook? No. It's just no no non shooters. That's my rule. I just every trade He'll buyout, shoot. <sighs> Rohan. I don't I don't see the Bucks upsetting the Apple Cart that much with Westbrook. Wait, what about Wall if he gets bought out? Oh. I know you're I know you're enthralled with uh, John Wall. I'm not enthralled. I I said he could do the Jeff T girl, yeah. which means he's pretty bad, but he has one nice moment. Gets an A on the group project. I would prefer Kemba. I, I wonder if that'll happen when they get a roster spot. Will Barton has been a popular buyout name. My issue with the big he's not a Bucks player, though. He's not a Bucks player. Dwayne Dedman stinks. Yeah, yeah. he's done. Um, there we go. Al's hoot. Al's yeah. Um, my issue with like the Barton level guys is why would they come to Milwaukee? Because there's just not going to be minutes. Yeah, like I just don't. He doesn't seem like a Bucks player. Like my thing with like Kemba or Wall or whatever is like if Hill goes in a deal and they just need an emergency point guard and that guy like Kemba doesn't have a job, right? Like he got he got bought out. Yeah. He's just out there. So if he wants to come, he's a great vibes guy. You know, they ask him to play every couple of weeks, right? Like something like that. I think sure. I think that's fine. That'd be fun. That'd be fun to do. You're not relying on this player, but they're nice to have. That's, I think, the role the Bucks are going to have for a buyout guy, especially if they do trade for a Crowder kind of guy. So I just don't think you're going to get like the ones that you know all the contenders are slobbering over. Will Barton. I just feel like he's not going to pick the Bucks. Here's here's a name. Here's a name. Hmm. DeAndre Bembry. That'd be fun. I think he's you think he's the ACL seals. It's been about one it's year. Almost a year. Yeah. I so, totally forgot about him. Signed him on two K the other day. Nice. Yeah. Is ACL healing 2K? Yeah. Start of the season, nice. he was good to go. Um, so I don't know if that's reporting, valued reporting or not. Uh, one to four protection on that first per Woj. Yeah, that is the way. Uh, it split the difference between you and me, Jordan. Top three yeah. and top five. Let's make that top four. <laughs> okay. Okay, Danny. Okay. <laughs> 
Whatever you say, uh, buddy. Uh, but no, no to Russell Westbrook. I say no way. Where do, where do you think he goes? Because he's 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 getting bought out. Apparently, the Clippers are sniff sniff sniffing for a point guard, which I think that would be pretty funny. Um, where does he go? Good lord! Oh, I know. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, honestly. It would be fun. Yeah. But- I think both sides could kind of embrace that, to be honest with you. Yeah, bring him back. I've always said the uh, the Warriors, the Thunder, are the team that should trade for KD. I think they're going to be the team. Who try, I think they're going to be the team who tries to trade for Luca at this point. They are. They, they, they are, are well stacked. They're going to be a, a problem. I, I hope they wait to make their move until Giannis is like thirty five. Because yeah, see see what you got with Chet. Yeah, that they should take a couple years, not do anything drastic, push those picks back a little bit. Um, they're they're going to be a problem. Shea is good. Giddy is now just good. He's not just fun. He's he's good. Jalen J Dub, the 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 wing Jalen oh, Williams, yeah. fun fun Jalen Williams. I don't right? I I don't. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't like people say fun or good. Like don't do that to the other Jalen. Wing and big. Also J Dub versus I think the other one is a different nickname. There's a lot lot going on with the nicknames. Do you guys take it back about it being a boring deadline now that we got this weird point guard three-teamer? Does it feel like 2015 where we're just going to see mm. a lot of point guards move? Or, good Lord, as Woj said. Good, good Lord. Lord. Um, it, it might be 2015 that we just see a lot of activity like an hour yeah. the deadline. And some- the Bucks and Suns might make a deal. <laughs> that's hey the, what's oh, what's tyler no. ennis up to <laughs> he's i'm sure he's I available. Was a believer for a good two months there they gotta open up the roster spot for tony snell main yeah, red claw with, yeah starting with the main red claws shout out snell season you know andre Roberson is with the okc blue and not yeah. playing i think no he's playing a, a bit oh, he didn't play today oh yeah dj wilson also <laughs> on that team fun fact still nice. yeah oh yeah now, now you know we're getting to a certain part of the pod. Now <laughs> talking about the forwards on the OKC blue, yeah. I mean, um, like, yeah. Okay, so Jordan, here, here's a question for you. Yes, you have to decide. Can't say yeah. You can't say can't uh, can't meander around the question. Mm. Yes or no? Do the Bucks trade for Jay Crowder? No. Mm, no. Wow. Yes or no? Do the Bucks make a significant trade? Wow. Ty, do the Bucks trade for Jay Crowder? Yes and yes. Okay. Wrong. I'm going yes and yes and as well because, I mean, Jay Crowder would be a significant trade. So it, I just think it's, 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 been too, it's been too out there for it not to happen. Like the package is already been I don't detailed. trust the Suns. I don't trust the Suns. They're, I think that's they're, fair. That's fair. That's New owner my... syndrome is going to kick in. Uh, yeah. it's, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to, say, uh, to see what happens. But... At the end of the day, I do think Jay Crowder will be a Milwaukee Buck. The I did see it floated. The Mavs would make sense to ask about him because they just need defense. But who knows what they're going to be up to after their insane Kyrie Irving trade. I, I know you guys covered it, and I don't want to spend too much time. It's not going to matter to the Bucks' playoff chances this year at all. To make that trade, a first-round pick, Two good players, especially Dorian Finney-Smith on that contract. And to not make the extension part of it and just hope you'll be able to keep him 
for all that you gave up. And then his immediate first press conference, he's got like a tear in his eye talking about, I can only control what I can control and I have to play here now, basically, when asked about LeBron tweeting about him and openly wanting him. <sighs> I, I, right. And deleting his apologies for his anti-Semitic yeah, comments. Of course, because why wouldn't he, right? Why, why wouldn't he do that? I, <laughs> the Mavericks are finding out fast. F around and find out, and they f around and they are finding. I don't know why I said to myself now, but they they are going to fuck around and find out. Yeah, they They're fucked around and they are finding out. They are in the process oh, yeah. of. Oh, is there anything else to talk about with the deadline? I'm sure as <laughs> soon as we hang up, the trade the Bucks trade will come through. But until then, I think we've covered most things. We don't buy the yes. Knicks. Um, I don't know what else is going on. The Bucks. I think it'll be Crowder or it'll come out of nowhere. I don't think they'll trade with the Knicks at all. I just don't think it makes no, that much sense. No, no. Um, no. So I, I think it's Eric Gordon. No, no. No Tybal. No oh, yeah. That's the one we didn't talk about. Again, just no sh- – the guy who doesn't shoot. I mean maybe they were like, would you take war for Tybal? And the Sixers were like, no. And the Bucks were like, okay then. Um, I would be surprised if that was the guy. Daryl. Uh, no. I don't know why that was my terrible. <laughs> you got to mention Sloan. Yeah, mention I was going to say, sorry, I'm on my way to Sloan. I can't talk about Jordan War right Didn't now. Didn't he write a Broadway play? Yeah. A musical. <laughs> I've got nothing on that. Yeah. More power to him, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, make, like time mentioned at the top of this episode, uh, we will be doing a playback for the Bucks lakers game on Thursday. We'll be recapping things all things trade deadline include, and I guess watching the watching the game as well. Uh, it'll, it'll be a good fun time. Come through. Link is at gspn.info, where you can also find uh, links to everything uh, GSPN, all of our podcasts, all of our Substack, our merch shop, the Discord entry form. You can find whatever you need from GSPN at gspn.info. Uh, and I guess, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to this or watching this on YouTube. Leave a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Pod random, and we will talk to you next time. Bobby Portis here. One in six kids in our state don't know where their next meal is coming from. That's unacceptable. I've teamed up with Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin for the 2023 Peanut Butter and Jelly Challenge. If you need assistance or you want to help a neighbor in need by donating some PB&J, visit feedingamericawi.org slash Bobby. Hydrate's PB&J Challenge is also presented by Cousin Subs, Drake and Associates, Hupe and Abraham, Pick and Save, and Potawatomi Hotel and Casino. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.